My name is Blake Huffine, and I'm the pastor here at the Movement Church. Welcome to our podcast. I hope this message inspires you. hope it grows you closer to Jesus Christ. So let's jump right in and receive the message. There is power in the name of Jesus Christ, and I'm believing that in today's message of revival, you will begin to step into the next place of your calling. The next position of your anointing will come after this message. I'm believing that you will receive boldness, that you will be clothed from on high. The name of Jesus will come, make his abode in you by the power of the Holy Spirit. If you've never received the overflow of the Spirit inside of you, I'm believing that today will be the day that the fire will ignite and begin to burn inside you to the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ and what work he did here on earth and is continuing to do. Now, to get started, we're going to go to Matthew chapter 10. Be sure to get your Bibles out, get your highlighter out, and get ready to get these verses in the grip of your hand because this is one thing that you're not going to want to leave behind. These are verses that you will continue to read ongoing. Even after this message, you will begin to read them. So, Matthew chapter 10, verse 16. Let's go ahead and get a foundation for what we're talking about. Now, if you were one who believes in cessationism, that the gifts of the Spirit are no longer for today, then I believe that this message is for you, that we are laying out the very verses that highlight and that that back up the fact that God is still moving through the power of the Spirit in the bodies of the believers today, that we are the body of Christ and that we have been empowered from the Lord to do the work that He began. So let's go to Matthew chapter 10, verse 16 and get started. So this is what Jesus said, Behold, I send you out as sheep in the midst of wolves, so be shrewd as serpents, I love that, and innocent as doves, but beware of men, for they will hand you over to the courts and scourge you in their synagogues. And you will even be brought before governors and kings for my sake as a testimony to them and to the Gentiles. But when they hand you over, do not worry about how or what you are to say, for it will be given to you in that hour what you are to say. For it is not you who speak, but it is the spirit of your father who speaks in you. Brother will betray, betray brother to death and father his child, and children will rise up against parents and cause them to be put to death. You will be hated by all because of my name, but it is the one who has endured to the end who will be saved. But wherever or whenever they persecute you in one city, flee to the next, for truly I say to you, you will not finish going through the cities of Israel until the Son of Man comes. A disciple is not above his teacher. Make sure you highlight that. A disciple is not above his teacher, nor a slave above his master. It is enough for the disciple that he become like his teacher and the slave like his master. If they have called the head of the house Beelzebul, which is the prince of demons, which they call Jesus. If they have called the head of the house Beelzebul, how much more will they malign the members of his household? Therefore, do not fear them. For there is nothing concealed that will not be revealed or hidden that will not be known. What I tell you in darkness, speak in the light. And whatever you hear whispered in your ear, proclaim upon the housetops. Do not fear those who kill the body but are unable to kill the soul, but rather fear him who is able to destroy both body and soul in hell. Are not two sparrows sold for a cent, and yet not one of them will fall to the ground apart from your father. But the very hairs of your head are all numbered. So do not fear. You are more valuable than many sparrows. Therefore, everyone who confesses me before men, I will also confess him before my Father who is in heaven. But whoever denies me before men, I will also deny him before my Father who is in heaven. 
Do not think that I came to bring peace on earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I came to set a man against his father and a daughter against her mother and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And a man's enemies will be the members of his household. He who loves his father more or father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he who loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he who does not take his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. He who has found his life will lose it. And he who has lost his life for my sake will find it. Now, as we read here, a disciple is not greater than his teacher. That if Jesus went through persecution, that if Jesus received hate, then we should as well because we are not greater than our teacher. Now, it doesn't mean that we go around spitting hate on people and putting un unneeded pressure on people. It doesn't mean that we go around judging everybody. That is not the way we receive the hate, the biblical righteous hate. It's because of a life that represents Christ and represents the truth will naturally bring backlash against the believer. It's common. It's, a, it's an attack of the enemy because of your anointing. It's natural, okay? So we don't put that type of anger against a person because Ephesians 6 says we don't wage war against the flesh, but of the spirit. It's spiritual. Everything is spiritual. Okay. So if they're going to say that Jesus is the prince of demons, we should be able to, uh, to conclude that we're going to receive backlash as well as believers. Now go to John chapter 14 for the next section of scripture that we're going to lay out. We're going to go to verse 12, verses, or verses 12 through 17, and this is what we see. Truly, truly, I say to you, words of Jesus, truly, truly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these he will do because I go to the Father. Whatever you ask in my name, that I will do so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may be with you forever. That is the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it does not see him or know him. But you know him, because he abides with you and will be in you. So this says that if we ask anything in Jesus' name, that he will do it so that the Son will be glorified through the Father. This does not mean that you can pray for a Lamborghini from heaven and that it will come to you. It doesn't mean that you pray for your bank account to increase, okay? Because those are earthly, worldly prayers, and those kind of mindsets and people cannot receive the Holy Spirit and His power. But a mind that is set on the will of the Father and glorifying God alone and not yourself and not self-elevation is, the, is the, 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 the prayer that will be answered in the name of Jesus to glorify the Son. So we can expect that if it's to glorify the Father and we pray in the will of God, that it will be done to glorify Jesus. Now this spirit, the helper that will come, it says that it, the world cannot receive him, but you do because you believe in Jesus Christ. And it says that the works that Jesus did, we will do and even greater because he goes to the Father. So, whoa, 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 hold on a minute. The will uh, of God is that, this, this is just crazy that, that, we, that we are going to do the, the same things that Jesus did. Now, this didn't say that the first church believers will do this. This says that whoever believes in me, the works that I do, he will do. Whoever believes in me, the works that I do, he will do. And greater works than these because I go to the Father. So the, the Spirit comes in Acts chapter 2. So let's just... Let's jump over here. Let's just keep going. Let's go to let's go to Acts 2. This is what Peter said. He quotes Joel. 
He says, it shall be in the last days, God says, that I will pour forth my spirit on all mankind. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions and your old men shall dream dreams. Even on my bond slaves, both men and women, I will in those last days pour forth my spirit and they shall prophesy. I will grant wonders in the sky above and signs on the earth below. Blood, fire, and vapor of smoke. The sun will be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the great and glorious day of the Lord shall come. And it shall be that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Now, when Peter presented this, he presented the gospel that Jesus Christ came, that they had crucified this man who was the son of God and their response after knowing they were sinful and knowing that Jesus was the sacrifice, they said, what shall we do? And this is what Peter said to them, 2.38, Acts 2.38, repent and each and every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So we've sinned against God. We've completely made war against God in our sin. But the, the good news is, is that through repentance, belief in Jesus Christ, and be baptized in his name for our sins, we receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Now, this wasn't just for them. This wasn't just for the foundation of the church because it says here, the promise is for you, your children, and for all who are far off, as many as the Lord our God will call to himself. So as many as will repent, place their faith in Jesus Christ, turn away from their sins, be baptized in his name, they shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And we can expect that we can believe in it because the word of God says so. So the, the fact that, now it says that many, that they, this is where they spoke in tongues. If you read in the, in the New Testament, we read about the gifts of the Spirit. And many, again, argue that that is only for the foundation of, of the church, but I just want to give one highlight to one verse, to one section of scripture here in Acts 19. I want to highlight this one section. Now, there's many, many places in the Bible that we see that the Holy Spirit's poured forth on believers, not just the apostles, and that they are empowered and, and clothed with power on high to experience the gifts of the Spirit and to walk in anointing, all that stuff. But I want to go to Acts 19 and just read the first seven verses. And now read, listen to this, and I want you to read this for yourself. It happened that while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul passed through the upper country and came to Ephesus, and he found some disciples. He said to them, did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? And they said to him, no, we haven't even heard whether there is a Holy Spirit. And he said to them, into what then were you baptized? And they said, into John's baptism. Paul said, John baptized with the baptism of repentance, telling the people to believe in him who was coming after him. That is in Jesus. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. And when Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Spirit came on them, and they began speaking with tongues and prophesying. There were in all about 12 men. There were in all about 12 men. There was 12 separate disciples that prophesied and that spoke in tongues. This isn't the, the first Christians of the church. This isn't the 11 apostles that, that walked with Jesus. This is after Jesus has ascended to the right hand of the throne of the Father. This is after Jesus ascended. We see that there is 12 more disciples and many other places in Scripture. There are disciples that are speaking in tongues, and they also removed unclean spirits, 
out of people. And I, I conclude with this Bible verse, Mark chapter 16, verse 17. It says, these signs will accompany those who have believed. Not these signs will accompany them who followed Jesus when he was on earth. It says, these signs will accompany those who have believed in my name. They will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will pick up serpents. And if they drink any deadly poison, it will not hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. There is power for the believer that 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 steps into faith with Christ. If you were received the gift of the Holy Spirit, which happens the moment you believe, you receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, but it also says that Jesus baptized with the water for repentance. He baptized with water and with fire. There is a baptism of fire. Let's go to John chapter three and read it. We're already we're already there. Jesus is speaking about being born again. Unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Truly, I say to you, unless one is born of the water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. So this is what I want you to hear today. Many of you are Christians. You've been baptized in the water, which is, which is what you're supposed to do. You were filled with, you have the Holy Spirit. You've been walking with the Spirit. God's been leading you. But I want to take you to the next step today where you let the Holy Spirit overflow in your life, where you let the Holy Spirit take over, where you let the, the power of God flow in you and overflow out of you. My cup overflows. I want your cup to overflow today. We're going to pray real quick. Now, I want you to know today that in your walk with Christ, you must be bold for the kingdom. You must be bold for God. You must take these verses and see that there is more to your Christian life and to the anointing that God has on your life than simply warming a pew on Sunday. Brothers and sisters, this is the last days. We are the remnant church and God is calling forth all his brothers and sisters that the, that the spirit of God is being poured out on all the men and women. All the, the daughters and sons are prophesying. God is speaking to people like never before and I'm telling you right now, you either get, uh, get in with it and be a part of it or you're not going to see any of it. God is moving. When you pray, you're, you are praying in alignment with the will of the Father that, that, that it's already happening. Now, whether you pray and get in or not is whether you're going to be involved is what I'm trying to say. Whether you're going to be involved, God is moving, and whether you step in and believe it or not it determines whether you're going to be a part of it or not. And so in this message, if you've made it to this point, it's because you want another level of God. You want to step into the next place of your anointing and your walk with the Holy Spirit. And so in this message, we laid out all kinds of scripture that, that gave the foundation that backed up the fact that the Holy Spirit is still moving, that he wants, that he moves through the believers. And so today I'm going to pray and you, you need to be, just believe, open up your heart, open up your mind, open up your soul to receive the spirit of God, the spirit from the name of Jesus Christ. We don't preach any other spirit that is good. We preach the Holy Spirit by the leading of the Holy Spirit and the name of Jesus Christ is where the messages come forth with the movement church. And so today we are going to pray that God would begin to move mightily through the spirit that you would begin to receive visions and dreams if that's what you wish God, God is going to just open up the gifts that he has for you. It is not up to me to determine the gifts. It is only the Holy Spirit who determines the gifts that come out. So today, let's jump into prayer and let's believe that God is going to take us into the next steps, the next level of our walk with Christ. See, you can't do this without the power of God. You can't do this without the power of the Holy Spirit. You can't live a righteous life because sin is all too powerful over the flesh. But the Holy Spirit 
God is stronger. God is mighty. He's already defeated it. He has already defeated sin and the grave. And so we need to step into that and let his spirit reign because it was his spirit that overcame, not ours. So his spirit lives in us so that we can overcome. So let's go into prayer. Father, we come before you in the name of Jesus, believing that your word is foundation, that your word is truth, God. And if it says that we do greater works, God, we don't want to do it for ourselves, for our own gain, God. We want to do it to glorify the Lord Jesus Christ. Christ. And so we come before you praying your word that if we are to do the works that are the, the, the great works that you have laid out, that you displayed in your word, God, we open ourselves to you for the Holy Spirit to indwell in us, to move in us and out flow out of us, God. We pray for our holy language to be revealed to us, God. For those that are watching that have not received their holy language, God, I pray that they would begin to speak and pray in the tongues that you have laid out from the foundation of the earth, that, that, that the Spirit would begin to move, God. I pray in the name of Jesus that they would begin to step into their calling and in their anointing, that it would come inside of them, that they would just overflow with the power of God, that it would glorify you in all their ways, God. Whatever you have laid out, it's not too late for however long they've been walking with Christ. It's not too soon. It's not too late that they are in divine appointment right now that they would begin to walk in the calling that you have for them, that the spiritual gifts will begin to, to, to flow out of them, that the anointing and the boldness to look at an unclean spirit and tell it to come up and out in the name of Jesus, that that boldness will begin to, to come over them. We believe in the almighty power in the name of Jesus. And we believe that the Bible is the, true, is the true word of God. And so we decree and declare this over all the brothers and sisters watching. It's through the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the only name worthy, the name above all names we ask in his name. Amen. What a message of revival. I feel that the Holy Spirit has moved in someone's life today, that you have begun a new step, a new season in your Christian life, that you have seen something and read something today, that the Holy Spirit has revealed something today that you did not know or have never seen, and I'm believing for it. I love you guys. Have a great week. Reach out if you need anything. Be sure to subscribe, like, and follow, and share this message with someone you know. Much love. Have a great week.